your boy Zidoro Rodriguez coming at your face with the first episode of Low Kick Theory Podcast. The podcast where we talk about anything mixed martial arts related, fights, events, discussions. We out here to talk about it. And talk about UFC 220 that happened this uh, Saturday. It was about it was with um, DC versus Volkan Uzdemir, and the main event was Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou. Overall, the event was pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Like a couple of good fights. Thomas Almeida got knocked the fuck out, man. I'm like, dude, I worry about that guy. I don't know what's next for him. I think he lost three out of his four fights. And I really like Thomas Almeida, but I don't know. He hasn't made a lot of a lot of improvements in his game, and like, but then again, he fought a tough motherfucker. That Rob Font dude, that. <laughs> Starched him a couple of times. He tried to like get back, tried to get back and fight back. But like, yo, nah, man, it was over. Other good events, I think there was a, like an African guy, I forget his name, but like he won via KO first round. Um, what else is there? What else is there? Uh, a fight between a fight between some other guy. I just don't forget. Like honestly, this card, like honestly, without the main event and the co-main, the rest of the card was a bunch of sleepers, man. I just honestly, I don't really care. It was a bunch of filler. I was, I just, I just came back from a night out. Was watching the fights. Didn't really care much. I was about to be sleepy only during the co-main event when when uh, Vulcan was coming out. That's where I started giving a fuck. That's why I started like. That's why I started and I got. And I woke up and decided to watch the fights. The other ones, the other fights were just... I saw them, but they were like pretty much a blur. Never mind that, let's talk about fights that we care about. Let's talk about that um, DC versus Volkan Ozdemir fight. I thought that was a great fight. DC, props to him. We got to give DC more respect and he deserves it. Great champion, great performance. Through and through, called it out. He said, like he said, while the fight was coming up, he said, "Yo, if this, oh, if Volkan, Volkan's a good knockout artist, but he doesn't. What, what what happens if he doesn't knock me out in the first round?" And that's what legit what happened. Like, the fight started. Uh, Volkan just comes out swinging, just swinging, just punch after punch. Got DC a couple of times. DC actually got a bit wobbled in the beginning, but then kept his composure for a bit. Did a, a very weird guard where you used to we stand up straight, lean back a little bit, and it had a guard. Still getting tagged, but Volkan couldn't knock him out. DC still has that chin, even though even though last fight, his last fight with John Jones, he got knocked out. Still had a good chin, still was able to resist. Got, got in a, a couple of shots. Um, in, in the mid of the first round, he got a couple of shots. Gave uh, gave gave Vulcan. I think it was a right a right hook, which got Vulcan worried, and he was and he got his hands up for the first time. I think <laughs> in his last few fights, but yeah. Um, and at the end of the round, got as soon as DC grabbed him, took him down, and like couple of seconds, couple of seconds of them being on the ground, DC immediately takes the back, immediately sinks on a choke. If that fight would have been ten more seconds, Vulcan was out. Hmm? Round comes through and DC puts on his wrestle, goes in wrestle mode and just starts taking down Vulcan at will. Like, Vulcan couldn't stop those takedowns, man. Yo, 
honestly comes through, takes him down and immediately immediately pressures, pressures Volkan. Goes goes stays at the top, takes side control, immediately uh, immediately goes to a crucifix and starts pounding him like he was Khabib. Just pounding, 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 hammer fists, fist after fist. Volkan cannot get out because DC is way too big, way too experienced. And the fight ends round two. DC wins with a TKO. Happy, which he kind of deserves, even though past, uh, because DC has a bad rep. Even though, even though he was the champion, even though he took out the boogeyman of the light heavyweight division, uh, Anthony Robo Johnson made him quit twice, beat, uh, beat, Gustafsson, strike force heavyweight champ, the silver Olympic medalist has a lot of accolades, but he lost he lost to John Jones twice, and people don't give him respect for that, which they should, which is is, is something nice because at the end of the uh, at the end of the fight, he's talking to Joe, and he says Joe he says Joe that he needed the win, he needed the win to prove. He was a champion, and he just did. He just did that. GC is a good champion. He deserves nothing but the best. Served as learning experience for Vulcan, because Vulcan, throughout, was being very hyped, and I like same. I also, I also was on the hype train because Vulcan was fucking everybody up, like knocking everybody out in seconds. But we didn't get to see a lot of his game. And then when you fight guys as experienced as DC. Who pressures? Who doesn't get knocked out easily? Takes, takes so many shots. Takes so much time to knock out. You, you, your your game gets affected. And when you don't, and when you like used to knocking people out in the first round, when you don't get to do that, then people see your true colors. And then that's what happened. But most likely, Vulcan will improve. He said he would be at the gym Tuesday, <laughs> improving. <laughs> Improving on his wrestling, probably improve on his wrestling, improve on his striking. He's very young. He still has a lot of time, even though even though his nickname is No Time, which is a terrible nickname. But yeah, most likely he'll be a contender. Possibly will fight somebody else and uh, get another title shot in in no matter time. Let's talk about the main event, the big boys, Francis Ngannou. Versus Stipe Miocic, which should be on the other way around, but the way he was, the way it was being promoted, they made it seem like Stipe was the underdog, even though he's the champion. <laughs> yeah, pretty good fight, man. We gotta see a lot of uh, Stipe's game, even though, even though everybody was on the Ngannou hype train, me myself included, because I thought he, Ngannou was gonna knock Stipe out in the first round with a uppercut. From straight out of Street Fighter, but it didn't happen. Stipe showed, nah, man, he's strong, but nah, and still, and that's what happened. He won the fight. The fight begins with Stipe being so nice and going to the middle of the Argon and <laughs> having a hit, giving uh, Nganu a handshake to start the round. But we got to see, even we got to see the levels of striking of Stipe Miocic. Very, very good boxer. Everybody knew that. Golden Gloves. But in, everybody was on the fucking Nganu hype train. Even though he had power, we got to see that his boxing was not was not as every as everybody thought. 
we got to see that there were levels as he tried to like do his power punches against Stipe and Stipe would just duck and weave and actually Stipe attacked him a couple of times we a couple of times and Ngannou felt those those were not like like little jabs or like the same punches that Alistair gave him on his last fight and Ngannou got a bit wobbled but he tried to he tried to like get that uh, tried to set up that uppercut, but like Steep, it was too good. He was like, no, 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 no. We're not gonna do this. We're gonna go to the ground, and took him down, but took him down so effortlessly. And then we got to see that Ngannou, Ngannou, all that power he has, he's powerful, he's athletic, but his round is his MMA game is not all rounded yet. He only he only been in the sport for five years. He still has a lot of holes and. This fight exposed a lot of holes that he has in his game. The first round is basically uh, Ngannou trying to knock Stipe the fuck out, but Stipe is not having none of that shit, and just takes him down at will, pressures him, almost gets an arm lock, almost gets a guillotine, but Ngannou is just too strong. He has some basic, basic uh, submission defense, I guess, but like the only like throughout the fight the only defense i got him i got a, i saw from him was like getting into a half guard and that was not good enough because stipe was pressuring him and it was a good game plan because stipe's game plan is basically making ganu tired so that power goes away and and stipe could do his game plan really well basically one comes in and steve and ganu is tired like tired like no treadmills at the ufc performance institute Tired, like mad tired. Stipe <laughs> quickly they they exchange for a little bit. They exchanged Stipe is stagging him. Stipe is way much faster than Ganu's just tired. His, his guard is like so low. He has literally no guard. And then Stipe proceeds to take him down. And what he does what he does, which is kinda interesting, like Stipe would take him down where they're by the cage instead of Stipe would just put his weight on top of Ngannou and just rest there. Just rest. Not even strike. Just rest. Have his entire weight on Ngannou's back. And Ngannou's like trying to work. Trying to get up. But he can't. To, to, to the point where like, yo, like everybody, I think people started booing. Because like Stipe was not really doing nothing. He was just putting the weight. And uh, Herb Dean had to like, yo, guys, activity, activity. And like, that's when like Steve started to like do like five punches at a time to like to to make more time and make Ngannou even more tired. It carries the same game plan throughout all the, the other three rounds. So the third, the fourth and the fifth. And he's able to take Ngannou down effortlessly. We, we get to see that Ngannou has literally no wrestling defense as Stipe could just simple like not even simple like yeah, kind of simple takedowns but also very well very well very well done takedowns and Ngannou as soon as he hits or as soon as his back is on the floor he's just like nothing at this point he was tired at this point he was tired when the bell rings I think it's on the fourth on the fourth round you get to see they're sitting down and Ngannou literally has He's so tired. He's not. His eyes are closed. He's not even looking at his coach. The coach is speaking French. I wish I could understand what the fuck he was saying. But like, you can literally tell. Uh, there's a point where the coach will, like, hey, hey, look at me, look at me, hey. <laughs> we we still have two more rounds. We gotta work. 
At this point, Ngannou has like nothing in the tank. Nothing. But yeah, Stipe throughout the fourth and the fifth does the same game of taking Ngannou down at will, put him across the cage, uh, put him by the cage, and just put his weight on him and strike every every so often, every every time when the ref asks for activity, Stipe strikes and he carries out, and then the fourth and the fifth and the round is over. Stipe wins against Ngannou. This was like the biggest heavyweight fight. In a while, Stipe Miocic was treated like an underdog, um, and everybody, everybody and their mother wanted Ngannou to win and take the belt so he could be like I don't know the Mike Tyson of the UFC or whatever. But that didn't work out because experience and just a better game plan. So yeah, that's what happened, man. Stipe wins um, for the first time. Mm, I think this is this was the record of most. Heavyweight uh, title defenses. I think it was three, three. He has three title, three or four title defenses. So he broke the record. Between Stipe and Ngannou and DC versus Vulcan was very similar. Two guys, me being Ngannou and Vulcan, uh, knock our artists with knocking people dead in the first and second rounds. One punch power. Very hyped, coming up the ranks very fast against two champions who were proven with multiple title defenses who didn't have like a lot of power. Like Stipe has knockout power, but not like amazing power. And the same for DC. And they both and they both were able to defeat defeat those challengers with just basic experience, just having enough experience in the in the fight game, in the MMA game. So yeah, I wonder what's next for the champions. The DC, what's next for DC? Possibly Gustafsson, a Gustafsson rematch, or I don't know, Jimmy Manua. I don't know. For for DC, it's kind of it's kind of shot, but it's kind of it's kind of a bit weird because the man is like thirty eight or whatever, beat like the who's who of the division so far. I don't know if he should fight, but then again. Possible John Jones three, depending on how or how how long his suspension is or whatever, I don't know. But uh, I heard Dana. Dana was talking about like a super fight between him and Stipe at heavyweight, which I don't know if DC is willing to do, but possibly, probably will not because he was he's been saying that Kane is back at AKA training. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he fights. Uh, Stipe, that could be another, that could be a fun fight for Stipe. I feel like if Stipe is, I feel like if Stipe fights Kane, that would be the biggest heavyweight fight, like, ever. Like, yo, the biggest, like, I think whoever wins becomes the best UFC heavyweight of all time. And that's quite possible. But, yeah. Possible fights for Nganu could be Verdum. Uh, Verdum is also a guy that's been fighting. He's been winning a couple of fights, uh, trying to make his way back to the to title contention. Uh, Ngannou just lost, so probably I don't know if he'll take a couple of couple of couple of months off or go back into training. So uh, that could be a future fight, or or if not, they could fight. Ngannou could fight Derek Lewis. As Derek Lewis, if you go on his Instagram, yo, you just drag Ngannou. Be like, yo, yo. It seems like somebody's been bullshitting. 
Yes, my brother. There is a treadmill behind me. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo. So yeah, that could be another fight. That could that could be a fight that doesn't work. The Black Beast versus the Predator, Francis Ngannou. So yeah, man. That was the breakdown of the UFC 220. If you want to hear more about this, subscribe or follow or like, I don't know. Sink into my station, the Low Kick Theory podcast. Shiboy Isidoro Rodriguez. Oh, if, also, if you want to follow me on uh, on Instagram, follow me at El Dolito. So it's E L dot D O L I T O. Yeah, man. Shiboy Isidoro Rodriguez. This is the Low Kick Theory podcast. I'm out.